welcome to Teaching Without Losing It. Um, This is a podcast for teachers who um, are questioning whether they went into the right field. I can tell you that every single teacher I know has gone through this. It's a difficult job. And if you, if it's not difficult, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Um, We should all be trying to be better teachers. Um, The beauty of a job like this is we can be creative. We can reinvent ourselves every single year. We can fix the things that are wrong and we can expand on the things that are right. Um, so, but it's, it's a field that can really swallow you up if you aren't careful about yourself. So the thing I want to talk about today is learning how to say no. Um, I've said that for a while that teachers are in a system that likes to emotionally abuse us. We will never, ever, ever stop being asked to do things by our administrators, our districts, our departments, and they thrive on that. They very much depend on us being people pleasers who will say yes, whether we want to or not. Um, I used to be this way. Every teacher I know used to be this way or still is this way. Um, What stopped me in my tracks was I had a special needs son 18 years ago. And my bandwidth for work got a lot smaller. I had to teach all day and then come home to honestly the hardest part of my day which was managing a child with autism and ADHD. Therefore, I could not say yes anymore because I didn't have it in me. It was going to destroy me to say yes. Now, I would not advise that you get into a situation that extreme before you learn to say no. Here's why. Again, we are in a system that counts on people being martyrs for this job. This is why we have so many committees. This is why we have task task forces. This is why we've got all these things because we are expected on some level to be martyrs for the kids. And we all went into it, of course, to help kids. We all went into it with a savior complex. Um, You know, those first couple, three years are us learning that that savior can't save everybody and it's a little bit soul crushing in the beginning. So the thing that is, in my opinion, key to keeping your sanity as a teacher over the long term is learning to say no and to live within your limits, limits of mental health. Um, when I used to sign up for committees and such, uh, it was before I had a child. And I I really did want to do it. Um, I wasn't doing it per se to um, look good in someone else's eyes. I was genuinely motivated to be on committees that helped kids. Um, And if that's your reason, by all means, don't stop. You know, we need people like you who are going to step up and do that work. But if you're the type of person who doesn't really want to be doing it, but you're a little bit scared not to, or you're worried what other teachers are going to think, or are you going to look like a selfish person versus a team player? Just stop it. 
please, for your own sake, just stop it. We need to take care of ourselves first. And if that means you're not on a single committee at school like me, that's what it means. And you know what? I'm a good teacher and other teachers like me. Other teachers respect me. I respect them. And no one looks down on me because I am choosing my own mental health. Now, I would recommend that um, you talk to other teachers about this. Uh, obviously, teachers you trust. Uh, maybe get on some online forums, you know, Facebook groups for teachers. I'm on a couple of them, and I've seen some really, really interesting posts, particularly over the COVID um, stretch, that that share opinions about celebrating these martyr teachers and why that's a bad thing. You know, I want think about all the movies that were ever made about teachers. Stand and Deliver. Um, oh, no, I can't remember the others. <laughs> the one with Michelle Pfeiffer. Dangerous Minds, I'm sorry. Um, all of these stories about, quote, great teachers are people who are sacrificing their health or mental health for this job. They're martyrs. Now, that's great if you're going to teach for three to five years. You know what? Martyr yourself away. Because you can do that for three to five years, and then you can bow out. But if you're wanting to stay in teaching for life, you can't do it. Okay? You will burn out so, so fast. Um, what I do, if I want to martyr myself, because, you know, it happens on occasion. I'm a teacher. This is who we are. It's what we do. Um, I tend to take up a cause with an individual student. Um, I had a student who was very clearly being emotionally abused by her family. Um, she would come in and tell me the stories and it was, it was a mess. And, you know, I, I, I would talk to her. I, I myself came from, um, a family where there was emotional abuse. And I just had some real one-on-ones with her and said, Hey, this is what you're experiencing. It's called emotional abuse. Um, I'm going to print out an article from this website. I want you to read it, you know, show it to your sister who I also knew. And, um, you know, at the time she's a senior. So this, this is not a little kid. I teach high school and she and I really connected and, you know, I was able to eventually help her to become independent. Um, and just simply to understand that this was not her fault and that her family was doing to her something that had nothing to do with her. Um, so, you know, I think we all have those moments where we need to go the extra mile for, for a kid. When you're going the extra mile for every kid is when it's problematic. And when I say every kid, um, what I'm saying is if you're martyring yourself, you know, at the altar of this job over and over and over again, and you know, it's not good for you, that's when it becomes problematic. And that is what is absolutely not sustainable. So I would urge you this week, maybe, uh, to think about the things you've done that, overstepped your personal boundaries, you know, take a look at those and then take a look at what they did for you. Did they enhance your life? Did they make things worse? Um, 
was was it something you would do again? Um, if you did do it again, how would you do it differently? So, you know, just some stuff to think about. Again, this is a super tricky job. It's a very emotional job. And that's the part that so many of us don't count on when we decide to become teachers, you know. Um, we know it's not going to be easy, but we don't understand how we will be so emotionally drained at the end of a day. And by doing some of the things I've learned over the years, I've learned how to not be emotionally drained at the end of, of my day. You know, it doesn't work every day, of course, but it does work most days. And that's why I'm able to stay a teacher for life. Thank you so much for listening. Hope to see you again. Bye-bye.